0: Happy Holidays, wall fans! That's right. Welcome to the annual Go Tell It to the Wall holiday special coming at you from Los Angeles, California. For those of you only listening, oh, yeah. I've got someone on the live feed already knows it. That's my first race, Robert. That I might not have even been able to accomplish without you. Uh, my my former tri-team captain is also on the live feed noticing some things on the wall here. That's a bunch of my gear from my very first full triathlon. Uh, anyway, back to the actual podcast. This is our annual holiday special. We're going to have some fun tonight. If you have not tuned in or listened to one of our previous holiday specials, you are in for a treat. We're going through our usual segments for the most part. Uh, But a lot of it is going to be holiday themed. That's right, holiday social media trends, holiday tech, holiday parenting, holiday uh, mental health topics, all that good stuff. We're going to get into it. Lots of stuff for you tonight. So stick around. If you're only listening to the audio, you have this nice little pause button. But get into this one before you actually celebrate Christmas, especially because as I mentioned to those people that are on the live feed, we will be ending the episode with a reading the entirety of Twas the Night Before Christmas. So look forward to that as well. All right, let's kick things off with some social plugs. Social plugs. That's right. It's the holiday special, but we still got to get those plugs in there. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Head on over there. We are actually live on Facebook right now. Head on over there, like our page, get updates, all the good stuff. Communicate with us, give us feedback, tell us how terrible it is. It's myself and and a couple other people that maintain that page. Again, facebook.com slash go tell to the wall. Another place you can keep up with the podcast and with the channel would be Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Magic Muppet and also at tell the wall pod. One of those is my personal uh, Twitter account. You can probably figure out which one. And the other one is the official podcast Twitter account. Again, at Magic Muppet and at Tell the Wall Pod. That's right. Follow us there. You know, you're following all kinds of weird people on Twitter. Give us a follow as well. Uh, also, don't forget, we do have our YouTube channel. Head on over to YouTube, search Go Tell to the Wall, and you can check out all of our beer reviews. Uh, all of the live feeds actually get posted there a day or two after we actually post the podcast, uh, as well as a bunch of clips and rants that all go up onto the YouTube channel. Again, head on over to YouTube, just search Go Tell to the Wall, and you're going to find our channel most importantly of all those things I just mentioned and inclusive of all those things would be Sean O'Rourke live.com. That's right. Head on over there. www.seanorourkelive.com. we will actually link you to all those things I just mentioned It's also going to give you access uh, to some photos that you're not going to find anywhere else, some blog posts that you will not find anywhere else, uh, as well as all kinds of other good stuff. That's really kind of your one stop shop. It's going to link you, like I said, to all those social platforms I just mentioned, as well as our Patreon page. Please, 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 if you have the means, and you are so inclined, please support us on Patreon. It helps to keep the podcast and the channel running. Uh, and for those of you that are only listening, not seeing me, yeah, I am wearing a ridiculous Christmas hat that does have bells hanging from it. Uh, so you're going to get a little bit of ambient sound from that, but well worth it. I debated this, and I was in here doing some some sound tests because <laughs> I do that. Yeah, uh, and yeah, you're getting some ambient sound, but it's okay. It's well worth it. And if, if you're only listening. Like I said, head over to YouTube. You can see how ridiculous I am right now because I am literally wearing a Christmas onesie pajama set as we sit here and do the holiday special uh, for 2018. Oh, beer this week as well. Of course, we had to keep it holiday themed. So the beer this week is a tasty little brew from Sierra Nevada Brewing, and it is their Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. It is the 2018 version. If you're familiar with Sierra Nevada, they actually do a celebration fresh hop IPA every year. And it's, I believe, pretty much the same recipe, but obviously from year to year, you're going to get subtle differences in the hops and the ingredients that go in there. Uh, but if you're an IPA fan, it is a tasty one. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. And of course, if you are an avid listener of the podcast, you know that we are really, really high on Sierra Nevada right now, hoping to get some of that Resilience IPA here in the studio. I've actually found a couple breweries near here that have brewed their own. We've talked about this. Go back and listen if you're not familiar. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking to get it in cans so that we can actually just bring it, uh, the actual Sierra Nevada version of the Resilience IPA, so we can bring it into the studio, have it for an episode, have a beer review of it, and all that good stuff. Uh, but again, that's why. We're just, we're just loving some Sierra Nevada right now, and uh, the Celebration Fresh Hop IPA is very, very appropriate for the holiday special 2018. Mm. And it's tasty. It's definitely a more subtle IPA. If you're know, if you not into the hoppy IPAs, uh, it's definitely a little more subtle. Uh, one, a couple housekeeping things. Uh, next week, most likely no full episode. We will be off with full episodes until 2019. That being said, there is a slight, slight chance that we come in with maybe a shorter episode, a couple interstitials next week. So look forward to that. But most likely not an official episode. We won't do an official episode eighty-one, which is the next episode up in our official episode numbering, outside of holiday specials and you know all the good stuff that we do. I feel we do a lot of specials. We have like an anniversary special. We have a Star Spangled episode, and the how it's yeah maybe maybe we'll do like a Valentine's Day special. I don't know. No, that's dumb. I don't think we'll do that. Uh, so just keep that in mind. There will likely not be a full episode next week, but there will be some other fun stuff going on around the podcast and around the channel and around SeanOrrorkLive.com uh, and partially teasing. New stuff that is coming in 2019. I've been saying that for the past couple months. We do have new stuff that's coming up in 2019. So look forward to that. I'm really excited about it. Uh, really, a couple new concepts that are coming up, and we could potentially be looking at additional people here in the studio for for new formats. Not not completely changing Go Tell to the Wall. But bringing in new formats to the Go Tell to the Wall family, uh, the Wallmily, as I as I have begun calling it, you know, this is, I'm. it's funny, being in, uh, a big fan of the Interrupters, it's all about this is family, and so I was like, well, well I'm doing that, Wallmily, that's what we're, we're the Wallmily, you guys are all the Wallmily, if you're listening, if you're watching, if you're supporting us in any way, shape, or fashion, uh, you're definitely included in that family. Uh all right, let's get into some social media trends. Oh, I was enjoying this one this week. I really was It's always a fun one uh well, <laughs> I did have to to sort through a lot of other ridiculousness that's happening right now on social media platforms, but with it being the holiday special, I wanted to keep it kind of light uh one of those would be hashtag gift ideas hashtag gift ideas. I'm not going to read through these. And of course, with hashtags like this, you get a lot of companies that are going to get on top of it, and that's what's happened here. However, I bring this up because if you're someone that still has some gift shopping to do like myself, still got a little bit to do this weekend, uh, that would be a like, a good place to just kind of kickstart your gift ideas, especially if you have someone that's that's difficult to shop for. I have a couple of people like that in my life where I'm like, I don't freaking know. You know, maybe you have a friend that, that literally has everything, and you're like, well, I don't even know what to get them, or someone that does, you know, doesn't really care about things you know material things it's always tough to to be able to buy for those kind of few people like that in my life uh that would be a place to to kind of get started and and get your gift ideas hashtag gift ideas head on over to twitter uh there's a whole bunch of stuff on there i'm sure you can find on the other social platforms as well and now i'm just completely lost my there we go uh all right now getting into the fun stuff Uh, another one of those hashtags that's floating around social platforms right now is hashtag if christmas were a person that's right, hashtag if Christmas were an actual person, so think about that. uh let me share a couple of these with you. This one is from uh Robin wants the only wants only one present. I don't even know see, I can't even I'm not gonna read these names because everyone switches to the holiday stuff uh hashtag if Christmas were a person, they probably have diabetes from all the cookies, fruit cakes, and eggnog. Yes, they probably do have diabetes. Uh this one is not safe for the children but I did definitely laugh out loud. Uh hashtag, #if christmas were a person it would only come once a year, poor thing. I guess that one's okay for kids that aren't going to understand the innuendousness. Innuendousness? Oh, we're going to have to I'm going to have to have Bridget check on that. It's probably not even a word, but we can make it a go tell to the wall word because we tend to do that tangented. Uh I already forgot that one I just said. That happens. I'm all over the place right now. Can you tell? Like it's holidays. I got a two year old at home. I got like lights going up everywhere. Well, there's lights up like weeks ago, years ago, <laughs> weeks ago. I just it's madness around here. Uh, and of course, the madness will be descending upon my house uh, early next week. <laughs> we tend to have a fairly large Christmas party here on Christmas Day at my house. Lot of lot of people. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not talking like I'm sure other many people have Christmases with a lot of people. I am very much for the the quiet Christmas, but we have have kind of turned into hosting this, this big friend Christmas as well as all our family and stuff. So it's quite hectic here when it comes to Christmas Eve and Christmas day. And that just is what it is. Well worth it though. My toddler will thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, Another hashtag floating around on social platforms right now. Hashtag Christmas presents for Jesus. Hashtag Christmas presents for Jesus. Uh, These are funny, but also serious, and I want to go through these couple of them. Uh, This one is really a deep cut. If you grew up Catholic, you might know this one. Uh, Hashtag Christmas presents for Jesus. A new shroud. He misplaced his other one in Turin, and he's cold. I grew up Catholic, so I totally got that one. I was like, that's pretty funny. He probably does need a new, you know, shroud. Uh, Another one. Hashtag Christmas presents for Jesus. Bleach for his skin so American Christians will still worship him. Getting a little serious there, but it's kind of a good point. Kind of a good point. Uh, And one more that I enjoyed. Uh, Hashtag Christmas presents for Jesus. Hilton rewards membership. No more mangers. I like that. Uh, Jesus was... Well, I mean... (laughs) According to what's been over-commercialized, Jesus was born in a manger in December, uh, and most likely was born in a manger, but if you do a little digging for those of you that aren't aware, uh, yeah, the funny thing about the war on Christmas here is Christians actually really probably have the least claim to this time frame as far as from the religious aspect of it, the religious side of it, because historians will all tell you that Jesus was actually born in the spring, (laughs) not in December. Uh, But it's okay. We we still enjoy Santa and having fun, and that's why I tend to point out to people that it's not really a religious holiday. I know they have Advent and everything. Yeah, uh, you just you glommed onto a pagan holiday, and it got over commercialized, and now we have Christmas. (laughs) That's really what it is. I mean, mad respect if you are Catholic. I don't think there's anything wrong with celebrating as a religious holiday, but don't get all bent out of shape when other people aren't, you know, making it all religious because it's not. This one I really enjoyed. Uh, hashtag if Santa were a cat. Hashtag if Santa were a cat. <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face on because people are obviously posting uh, like memes and stuff. Uh, hashtag if Santa were a cat, he'd be Santa Paws. Yes, he would. Uh, there's also someone that said that would be perfect. Uh, but this one, this one I thoroughly enjoyed. If you've ever been a cat owner or know someone closely that is a cat owner, uh, hashtag if Santa were a cat, not a single human being ever alive would make the nice list that is probably 100 accurate cats tend to be assholes my cat i loved her my best friend that was that was my companion my uh, 12 years of a cat and sh- but i used to tell people my my cat's an asshole she was an asshole up until uh meh probably not till the day she unfortunately passed but uh and and still sitting on the Uh, on the table here in the studio uh, because she used to sit in the studio with me when I was recording and now she still sits in here. I mean, her ashes, her remains for that matter, uh, sit in here. Uh, One more of these social trends that are going around. Odd things on my wish list. Hashtag odd things on my wish list. Uh, Someone, this is the notorious Becky, the notorious B-E-C-K-Y, put out there. hashtag odd things on my wish list. Plan B bulk orders three cases. And I'm sure this is in reference to the fact that the Plan B pills could be going out of there again. uh, That's not something, conversation you want to be having with your children, but it is important, especially if you're not looking to have more children. (laughs) Uh, And I'm trying to think. And then someone, this one I enjoyed uh, from Clark. uh, Hashtag odd things on my wish list. Figgy pudding. No freaking idea what that is. It's okay, Clark. I don't know what it is either. I still don't. I'm pretty sure that someone just made it up so it would fit into a Christmas song because that's what you do. You make up words. I know there's like a whole like group of uh, like hip hop artists and rappers right now that, that do that. And uh, like the mumble rapping and you just make up words, right? That's how you, That's how you make things rhyme and everything. And I have a feeling that's where Figgy Pudding came from. All right, I do want to get somewhat serious here for a second. We have gotten great feedback recently on our mental health segments. And if you've been a listener of the podcast, you know that I suffer from mental health issues, including obsessive compulsive disorder and obsessive anxiety disorder. And that's why we've really, we've always been big proponents of mental health awareness, mental illness awareness, and really diminishing the stigma around mental illness. Uh, and keeping with that theme, I wanted to really talk about. Uh, some stuff when it comes to the holidays because the holidays can be very tough for people that suffer from depression anxiety uh, really many forms of mental illness the holidays can make that very 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 difficult myself included Uh, I I tend to have a difficult time around the holidays one of the things that helps me is I focus on my my child my two-year-old and and really instead of worrying about myself which selfishly that is a lot of times what's happening And I think a lot of people having trouble with the holidays is, I'm not saying it makes it better, but if you remove yourself and and kind of how you're feeling and and put that energy on your family, on your kids, uh, on your significant other, your friends, that, at least for me, has helped to diminish that over the years. Uh, Obviously, it's still very, very, very difficult. And it's been very difficult for me personally uh, the past couple years, especially I spent my first 18 Christmases, 18 of them traveling traveling uh, originally from Miami and then uh, from San Diego for the majority of it to Chicago to spend the the Christmas holiday uh, with my family in Chicago, specifically my grandmother who lived in Bolingbrook, Illinois, uh, which is a uh, not suburb of Chicago, suburb outside of Chicago, uh, the city of Chicago. It's kind of like, you you know, if you live, no matter where you live, you know, like I, I grew up in Poway, California, which is technically not San Diego, but you tell yeah, I grew up in San Diego. You know, it's just, it's, that's how it is. And I did that for 18 years and then didn't do it for a few years. And then unfortunately, uh, a year and a half ago, my grandmother passed away. So this will be the second Christmas where despite the fact that I hadn't been in years, I know that I can't really go home for Christmas. That was my home for Christmas. That was my childhood home at Christmas time, uh, was was going to, to Chicago and and spending it with my family, my grandmother and my aunts and uncles and everyone else out there in Chicago. And now knowing that's gone, even though I probably wouldn't be going there, it, it makes it a little tough, tougher. Uh, So those are just a few of the things that could really be affecting the holidays for anyone out there. Uh, Another thing is the consumerism. That's what gets me. And really, we need to not focus so much on buying gifts and everything. You know, buying gifts are great. I really enjoy buying gifts. It's just the pressure of it you know, the pressure of you have to go out and shop. You need to get all this. You need to do this. This tree needs to be perfect. You need to, you need, you know, you got to go to these parties. You got to do all that's where the pressure is a big part of it as well. Now, keeping with that theme, of course, I've been going to the mighty a lot, which is the mighty.com. This is a mental health website. Uh, and I came up, came across an article and this is 22 things people with anxieties want others to know during the holidays now we're not going to go through all of these but I did find as I was reading through that many of these are very very helpful tips these are more for people not so like before what I was describing things that could help you if you do suffer from mental illness this is these are things to consider if you have friends and or family that suffer from a mental illness these are things that someone like myself might be thinking that you might not understand uh, and one of these would be just because you're supposed to be happy around the holidays doesn't mean everyone is, and that's okay. Not everyone can handle the stress of it all. And we miss loved ones who are no longer here. Uh, we wish we could do more. We want to see it and feel all of the joy and happiness you feel, but we can't. It's just um, it doesn't mean we don't love you or don't care. Now keep that in mind. Um, my wife has learned this over the years that just because I, I I will say things like I I hate I hate the holidays. I can't wait for January to get here. When in, in reality, I, I love the holidays. I, I love putting lights on the house. Uh, my brother in law was here the weekend after Thanksgiving and he's like, I got Clark Griswold out here. Like, yeah, <laughs> throwing up tons of lights on my house. I do enjoy that, but it can be tough at times. Uh, and that's where like something like this becomes important. Uh, I may disappear for an hour from time to time. Uh, I, it It's just to take a breather. Don't be offended. Don't think I'm upset. And don't take it personally. I need to catch my breath. Uh, And these are things, like this person is saying, holidays make my anxiety worse. And that's something to keep in mind. For, like, me personally, this is something I go through. The holidays make my anxiety worse. Just know that I do care. And your friend or family does care. It's just difficult at times. Uh, And again, if someone just needs to take a break, If there's a lot of stimulation, uh, somebody that suffers from anxiety or depression or obsessive compulsive disorder is going to need to remove themselves from that situation maybe just for a few minutes, maybe for an hour, but make sure you're not offended by that. And also make sure you're not necessarily trying to pull someone back into that just because you're trying to share the holiday joy. Somebody that suffers from mental illness may need that break and then they are going to come back and enjoy it a little more because they've had that little break from the craziness that is the holidays. Uh, another one is freezing during small talk. You're going to get that when you're going to holiday parties and stuff, this is going to happen really at any time, but especially during the holidays. Uh, and if you're meeting friends and family, you haven't seen, you don't see most of the year. Keep that in mind. If someone's freezing up, it's not so much that they don't like you. It's just that they need a moment. They don't know what to say in those moments because anxiety really can take you over. Uh, and again, this is someone saying, uh, Jenna Harris. Uh, do not enter my bubble uninvited this is what i was talking about if someone needs to remove themselves from a situation for a few minutes don't go and and try to pull them constantly back in um a couple more important things is is the reciprocation of gifts that can put on a lot of pressure it's it's the age-old tale especially with your significant other you get them a gift and you got to make sure that uh you know or they got you a gift and you got to make sure that you got something equal or better you know and and that causes a lot of uh a lot of trouble Um, leaving events early. It's not so much being rude, especially at the holidays. There are so many events around the holidays. There are so many events, man. I'll tell you, I was hosting an event last weekend. Uh, for those of you that know me personally or interact with me professionally, I have some stories for you from my event that I was working last weekend. Uh, yeah, very, very interesting. Uh, but if you just need to, sometimes you need to remove from those or sometimes you're just so busy that you need to leave a party early to go get some other things done. Um, And another thing to keep in mind, everything gets ramped up during the holidays. That's what I was saying is anxiety gets ramped up. You know, let's say on a scale of one to 10, you know, most people walk around at a one, you know, and then people like me, this is just, just to give you an example, walk around at like a seven or eight daily. Yeah. The holidays can push that to like a 12 or 15. That's something to keep in mind. Um, and just anxiety doesn't go away during the holidays. If it's something you deal with on a daily basis, it's still there. Uh, and most importantly, most, imp- well, two things most importantly, uh, it can never magically be gotten rid of. That's something I always talk about here on the podcast on Go Tell it to the Wall podcast. It's not something you can just switch off. I, God, I wish it was. Um, and I think that the most the thing that is most important here is is patience and understanding uh, for any of your friends and family that do suffer from mental health problems, mental illness, whatever it might be, anxiety, depression, especially when it's ramped up around the holidays. Uh, now, one more thing on mental health. This is kind of funny, but it is I put it in here with mental health uh, for those of you that do need a little bit of extra help around the holidays. Popeyes Popeyes Chicken has come out with an emotional support chicken. Now, they are playing on the whole airline thing where people bring emotional support animals, and a couple of airlines have specifically said, you cannot bring emotional support chickens on the plane. What they have done is they've created a chicken box. The box is shaped like a chicken. Of course, it is filled with fried chicken, And you can actually, it is approved to take on, uh, TSA approved to take on an airplane. Uh, So if you just need a little comfort food around the holidays as you're traveling to go see your family, uh, definitely pick up one of those emotional support chickens from Popeye's. Uh, Most importantly, you're going to get some good chicken out of it. If you never had Popeye's chicken, Popeye's chicken is great. It's fantastic. All right, let's move on to some TV, film, and books. Oh, yeah. TV, film, and books. We're going to do a little book later when we do a complete reading of Twas the Night Before Christmas, but this one's going to be mainly TV and film themed. Uh, we do have here the 10 best holiday movies of all time. These are the 10 best movies of all time, according to Parents.com, in conjunction with because that's everyone's listening like Parents.com, in conjunction with Rotten Tomatoes. In conjunction with Rotten Tomatoes, they have compiled this list of the top 10 Christmas movies of all time. Uh, Are they Christmas? Holiday movies of all time. Uh, Now, I'm not going in any order. I'm just going to go through the 10. Uh, First one would be A Christmas Story from 1983. If you have not seen A Christmas Story, highly, highly, highly recommend it. Check it out. Uh, If you have TBS, I believe it's TBS... Uh, I need Chris and Bridget are probably busy with the kids. I believe it's TBS uh, does an, an all-day marathon of a Christmas story on Christmas Eve. So if you haven't seen it, uh, and you might be able to find it on Netflix or one of those as well, but they do an all-day marathon on TBS. Uh, second one would be Arthur Christmas. This is a more recent one. It's an animated uh, animated film, and I believe it's a, Arthur Christmas is a member of the... Santa Claus Family, I'm not real familiar with this one, uh, but it it is a highly rated film. Uh, Third one would be Elf, Elf from 2003. If you haven't seen this one, have you been living under a rock? Uh, Another one would be It's a Wonderful Life from 1946. If you have not seen It's a Wonderful Life, please, 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 please watch it. It's got to be on Netflix or one of those. Borrow it from a friend or family. Uh, I believe there are colorized versions of it out there. Do not Watch the colorized version. Watch the original black and white. It is a fantastic movie. And especially if you live in the United States of America right now, uh, I think it's an important film, If you, especially if you haven't seen it, uh, it's an important film to consume around the holidays right now because it's got a lot of good life lessons in it. Uh, another film would be Miracle on 34th Street. That one is very well known. It's all about uh, Santa and there's... Um, God, I'm trying to remember this one. It's from 1947. They've redone it, uh, and it's a fantastic film. But honestly, I probably haven't seen it in 30 years. Another one of those would be The Muppet Christmas Carol uh, from 1992. I'm going to tell everyone right now. Uh, The reason The Muppet Christmas Carol is on here is because there is actually a better Muppet holiday movie. The problem is you can't get the entirety of the holiday movie. If you're not familiar with this one, I implore you. Find someone who is a Muppet fanatic. If you have a friend who or family who's a Muppet fanatic, there's a good chance, like myself, that they have a copy of this. Bootleg copy of this. I'll tell the world, right, yeah, I got a bootleg copy of it. Come take it from me. Because you can't get the freaking real version anywhere else. And that would be the Muppet family Christmas. And the reason you can't get the real version anywhere else is because the Muppets did it, and there are rights all over the place with stuff because it features... Uh, the Fraggles. It features Sesame Street characters, uh, and it features also music that they didn't have full rights to then distribute widely with it. So watch the Muppet Christmas Carol, but if you can get your hands on a Muppet Family Christmas, that is hands down my absolute favorite Christmas movie would be Muppet Family Christmas. Uh, Another one would be The Nightmare Before Christmas. Personally, I like to watch this one around like Halloween. It gets me like kind of prepped for Christmas, uh, and it does have the the Halloween theme to it. Uh, Another one of those would be Prancer from 1989. I'll be honest with everyone. Uh, I was I was in Chicago in 1989, threw a fit. I was supposed to be going to see Prancer uh, with my grandmother and my cousin. I threw a fit and said, no, I don't want to go see it. My grandmother left me at home and took my cousin Ryan to see Prancer because she just wasn't going to put up with me. Uh, my grandmother was a firecracker. Another one would be the Santa Claus from 1994, uh, it's actually a pretty good film. I have seen this one. It's the Santa Claus, like C-L-A-U-S-E, uh, starring Tim Allen. Uh, try to look past the fact that it's Tim Allen. It's actually a pretty decent film. Uh, and White Christmas from 1984, which is a Bing Crosby uh, holiday film. There is a film that is not on here, and it might be in the next segment. i got to be honest. I didn't double-check if it was because my second favorite Christmas movie of all time is definitely, uh, let's see here. Christmas Vacation. Definitely by far my second favorite movie, uh, Christmas movie of all time would be Christmas Vacation. Uh, it's a, it's cl- a close second behind uh, Muppet Family Christmas. All right, I want to go through these real quick because those are the top rated, the top 10 holiday films according to uh, Parenting.com and uh, Rotten Tomatoes. However, we have literal, like, hard number evidence here. These would be the the top 10. Uh, And there's actually, they go all the way down to like 50, 60. These would be the top 10 highest grossing Christmas movies of all time. And I just want to run through them real quick. Uh, I'm going to start with number 10 and go to number one. Number 10 is Four Christmases. Four Christmases, that is a film from 2008. Uh, Number nine, A Christmas Carol from 2009. Uh, Here's where it gets interesting. Number eight is The Santa Claus 2 we just talked about the Santa Claus. This would be the Santa Claus 2. And of course, you know what's coming next at number 7 is the Santa Claus. Number 6 is Elf. Elf, which is from 2003. Uh, number 5, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. That was a film that came out in 1992. Keep that in mind. Number 4, The Polar Express. I actually did some marketing work on The Polar Express years ago uh, in conjunction with a train company. Uh, number 3, The Dr. Seuss's The Grinch, this would be the most recent film that came out this year, this year, uh, directed by Scott Moser, co-directed by the Moshe, the Moge Scott Mosher, uh, big shout out to Scott Mosier. So Of course, that's, that one's making a lot of money because of the year it is, it's two, that came out in 2018. Number two, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, that would be the Jim Carrey version that came out in 2000. And number one, highest grossing Christmas movies of all time. And I did not get the caveat. This is 1980, ever since 1980. So that's an important thing to keep in mind. Since 1980, the number one highest grossing Christmas movie of all time is Home Alone. Home Alone. So Home Alone 2 is number five. Home Alone is number one. Keeping in mind that film came out in 1990. Just goes to show you the hype and and the popularity of that film when it came out and really still to this day. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that as we move along in the show today. A little teaser for you. Definitely a teaser. All right. uh, We got a little more TV film books here. We're going to move away from some holiday stuff just because we've got some current news going on and some stuff that I'm excited about and you should also be excited about. Sesame Street just recently announced a new character. Technically not a new character. This character did pop up for, like, one episode in 2011. However, they have introduced a somewhat permanent character on Sesame Street. This character's name is Lily. And Lily's family is actually staying with friends on Sesame Street because they are, unfortunately, homeless. So Sesame Street will be tackling kind of the homelessness that's going on in this country. And Sesame Workshop, that is the, the nonprofit company that runs Sesame Street, they actually came out and they said... Uh, something along the lines of, and I don't mean to put that lightly. I'm just not giving you an exact quote. Uh, they are trying to, to give hope to any children out there whose family might be experiencing homelessness right now. And I think that is absolutely fantastic. Uh, there are many, many, many children out there right now who are experiencing homelessness, whether it's permanent, whether it's temporary, because their family, you know, their one of their parents or both parents lost jobs. Whatever it might be, uh, and they're in that temporary situation. It's giving hope to those kids, and I think this is fantastic. So, we're going to be big fans of Lily on Sesame Street here at Go Tells the Wall podcast. And, of course, as always, like I just, they do such a damn good job with everything. uh, Good on you, Sesame Street. It's just every time I'm like, wow, they did that. You can't do much better than that. And then they do something else that's even better. Uh, It's just fantastic. uh, Shaping childhoods, shaping adults still to this day. I mean, I watch it with my daughter now and then, uh, and it's fantastic to see to see them tackling social issues like this. and, and really in a way that is, is going to give hope hope to a, to a young child out there who, who might be sleeping in a car right now, uh, you know and, and or they're staying with with some friends. And sleeping on the floor you know as they're trying to pack into their their family's friends homes or whatever it might be uh so so keep that in mind hey cal uh so good on you sesame street really appreciate that one a little more television news uh we did get an official announcement we kind of knew this was coming uh sasha baron cohen's show who is america on showtime which i i still have not gotten around to fully watching uh who is america it will not be returning for a season two uh yeah, duh. <laughs> it's kind of you know, like the cat's out of the bag on this one, and we kind of knew there wouldn't be another season. Uh, then again, this could just be like a you know a uh, misdirection, and they are doing a second season. They've just announced they're not going to do a second season because uh, they're he's going undercover again. Uh, and possibly the thing I am most excited about in the television, film, books world right now uh, would be some more information we have gotten out of the fantastic minds behind Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. We have talked about this previously on the podcast. When the, when the news first dropped about Dark Crystal, they are working on a new uh, series, a new television series, which is going to be featured on Netflix. Well, this week, we actually got uh, some images uh, of the characters, which, as you know, would be Henson Muppets. These are This is Henson. Zal Henson, if you're not familiar with that, uh, as well as some of the, the actors who will play these characters, essentially voice actors, uh, some of the actors that will be in, in the series are Mark Hamill. Yes. Uh, uh, Taryn Egerton, uh, Helen, Bo- Helen, I always say her name wrong. Helena Bonham Carter, um, among many, many, many others. Uh, Simon Pegg will also be featured as a voice actor on the series. Uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance is going to be dropping in 2019, some point in 2019, we just don't know exactly when yet. Alright, I threw in this special segment, just because I was trying to sort everything out, Uh, so we're calling this a music and games segment, which is really not going to be a permanent segment, it's just working well for the holiday special itself. So, uh, a couple things I want to go into get into here. Baby, it's cold outside. Yes, we know there's been some controversy on this, and it's funny because the controversy blew up this this year. Yeah, I talked about it like crazy on the podcast last year, a year ago. Y'all are late to this 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 game that we're playing. Maybe listen to Go Tell It To the Wall podcast, be on the cusp of things, be ahead of trends, because I was talking about this whole madness last year uh, when it was just kind of a ripple, and now it's a tidal wave of ridiculousness. Uh, now, I'm not going to get into this. Go back and listen. I can see if it's offensive. I always say if it's offensive to a couple people, it's offensive, and it doesn't need to be widely spread. It doesn't. I think with Baby It's Cold Outside, the what's in this drink in the age of Me Too, and the fact that Bill Cosby is sitting in jail right now for putting things in people's drinks. Yeah, that line might be a little much. However, I'm not going to sit here and say it's terrible. You shouldn't listen to it. It's not. Well, apparently, there is a radio station in Kentucky, in Louisville, Kentucky. They don't think it's offensive at all, and so they wanted to continue playing it. Honestly, I don't see a problem with that. If you don't think it's offensive and you want to continue playing it, it's fine. People don't have to listen. However, this radio station in Kentucky decided... Kentucky, yeah, surprise, surprise, Kentucky, because this is what we do down the south. You, y'all, y'all liberals are offended. This is what we do down the south. We're going to show you what offended is. This radio station in Louisville, because some people thought it was a little offensive, they decided. Well, we love this song, Uh, so one on December sixteenth, they decided that at eight a.m. they were going to play "Baby, It's Cold Outside." And they were going to continuously play Baby, It's Cold Outside on a loop. If you're not familiar with on a loop, that means over and over and over again until 10 a.m. This radio station in Louisville, Kentucky played Baby, It's Cold Outside for two hours straight. Here's the thing, Wall Fans, Common Sense, or Social Media World Podcast consumers. I don't care how you feel about the song Baby, It's Cold Outside. No song needs to be played for two hours straight on a loop on a radio station. I don't care. I don't care if it's a great song, it's an annoying song. No song should be played for that long, let alone a holiday song. For God's sake, Kentucky, get your head out of your ass. Stop trying to make a point with playing the same damn song two hours in a row. Even if I was a fan of that radio station, I'd never turn on the radio to that radio station again. I just wouldn't. For fear of you're going to give me two hours. Of, We're going to give it two hours, of, baby, it's cold outside because all these liberals are being offended. Give me a break. It, like, it's just, it's ridiculous. What's like, what are you people doing down there? And this is why I live in California. We just lost all our Kentucky listeners. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. If you think it, if you think it's a good idea to play, baby, it's cold outside for two hours, you you probably don't need to be listening to this podcast. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put it out there right now. Put it out there right now. All right, some more music news. I was excited about this one, and I just it had to come in, even though it's the holiday episode. Uh, we had a little teaser this week from the founder of Warp Tour. Uh, just yesterday, I believe it was, actually came out and said Warp Tour is coming back for the 25th anniversary. We, of course, got some clarification on that because, as you know, Warp Tour did its final full tour last year, so the full tour is not coming back. However, we did get some announcements on dates. Uh, for the 25th anniversary, these are not going to be full cross-country tours. However, there are going to be some warp Tour dates. Um, and thus far, we do have Cleveland, Ohio, uh, June 8th. Uh, there's going to be an East Coast show uh, on June 29th and June 30th. And we're looking at a West Coast show on July 20th and 21st so new info going to be coming on that uh little early Christmas gift for myself I already told my wife to block out uh July 20th and 21st because we'll find out later when the actual like the location will be but I'm blocking it out because I plan on being there uh with my good friend Laura Garrett who is also a wall supporter uh we (laughs) she's the one that we both commiserate very much on our our love of crappy punk rock music She's the one who really got me interu- into the interrupters. So, that if you know, <laughs> there, there you go, because that's all I talk about is the interrupters. Uh, all right, we got some news out of Disneyland. It's all fun and games until Santa gets hurt. So, at the uh, Christmas parade they do down there in Disneyland, uh, this happened this past weekend, I believe. Yes, it was this past weekend. Uh, the Santa Claus was actually launched out of his sleigh as the parade was happening. What happened was the parade float broke, and as it broke, it sent the the sleigh portion of it launching forward. Fortunately, even though Santa was launched out of his sleigh, he did have a safety harness. Uh, he was unfortunately hanging there for a couple minutes until his handlers could come and help get him out of the harness. This was, of course, probably somewhat scarring for some children. However, and as much as I like the I talk about the greediness of Disney and everything else, uh, the the Disney hospitality is is absolutely second to none and in that spirit the the guy the the santa claus who was in that parade uh then proceeded to walk the rest of the parade route waving to all the kids and families and everything else so good on you santa for doing that one uh but geez that's a little bit scarring for for kids to see um see santa getting launched out of his sled but good good for him good for him All right, I want to go through a couple of these. Uh, These are the top toys for 2018, and this is according to New York Magazine. Uh, And I'm not going to go through all these, but I will tell you, these Hatchimals, we talked about these... I think we... I know we talked about the Hatchimals last year. I feel like we talked about the Hatchimals in 2016. These things are still super popular, uh, so if your kids are into the Hatchimals, make sure you're picking those up for them for Christmas. We also have these LOL surprise items uh, that have really been picking up steam, and I've seen a lot of friends' kids with those. My my kid's still too young for a lot of that stuff. Um, And then there's a couple of other different ones that were... There's another thing called Pomsies. That was the other one that I've seen a lot of. Uh, These are like these furry... Cat things that I believe you can also put in your hair, um, but they're they're like little pets. They're interactive pets. Uh, and along those same lines, the fingerlings are still really expensive. And I know those were really popular last year, uh, as well as I believe two years ago. Uh, and of course, Harry Potter, which just just has this raucous popularity. Uh, there's a wizard training wand uh, as well as a mystery flying snitch. I have not seen much Harry Potter, but I do know the Snitch. That's the the game that they play where they ride around the qu- Quidditch. I don't know that it's Quidditch, but the game they play where they ride around on the brooms. The the uh, the Snitch is like the little thing that they have to they have to catch or whatever kind of weirdness. Uh, and then I was happy to see one other thing on here was uh, uh, there's a, some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles items that are on here, and I was like, oh man, I was into some. Te- I got some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for Christmas uh, years and years ago, like late 80s. Uh, yeah, all about the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Happy to see more of that coming back. Uh, so hopefully hopefully you've gotten most of your, your gifts for your kids. I still got a couple more. I got the big stuff taken care of for my kid. Uh, I got a little more to get this weekend. I got the big stuff taken care of for my wife. It's actually in this closet right here. That's what I always have to tell her like early, mid-December. Like you're not allowed in the studio closet anymore. <laughs> like she doesn't really go in there too much anyway. But like just in case like, nope, don't go in there. Uh, so I got a couple of my wife's gifts hiding in this closet right here. The big stuff, the big stuff, you know. I can't tell you what it is because then someone's gonna tell her, or she'll actually listen to the podcast and be like, "Oh, that's what you got me for Christmas." Uh, speaking of music and games, I do want to warn everyone on this. Uh, we're getting information. This one's according. This one came from USA Today, but I know it's been popping up around everywhere. Uh, apparently, Fortnite is becoming such a problem that parents are taking their children. They're taking their children to gaming rehab. That's right, to gaming rehab. In fact, we're getting reports from parents uh, that. Kids are failing. Their, their, their grades are falling off. They're failing classes that you, they used to be very successful at. Uh, lack of activity uh, outside of actually sitting and playing Fortnite. Uh, and and really, mo- the one that got me the most is their stories uh, from parents of kids playing this game for 12 hours a day. 12 hours a day. Uh, as a kid, you need a minimum 8 hours sleep. We're talking 8 to 10 is really more ideal. Uh, so you take 12 plus 10, that's 22 it's only two hours to do anything else. It's only two hours when you really think about it. Twelve hours a day of playing video games is just too, too, too much. I don't know how um, how a kid can literally get anything else done. Uh, and in fact, there was uh, an expert who compared it to, to heroin. The addiction to Fortnite, they compared it to heroin. I mean, it's crazy. Video game addiction uh, is definitely a real thing. Um, and it's just keep that in mind, especially when you're buying video games for your kids. I'm not saying don't buy video games for kids. In fact, we've hit a point where you can't do that. Like when I was a kid and I didn't play a lot of video games as a kid my, myself. I played a little Nintendo. We had a Nintendo in my house growing up, uh, but I wasn't. But I had friends who were very much into video games and would, would play too much. And their parents would say, what are you gonna do with video gaming? You know, you're not gonna, you you're never gonna make a living at video game. Well, now, now people do make a living at video gaming. Uh, Ninja is like a freaking millionaire. It's crazy, and and many of them make money playing Fortnite. Fortnite. Uh, so it, it, it's hard to tell them that. But here's the thing to keep in mind: even if, like, even if you're a very talented uh, musician as a, as a kid, very talented athlete as a kid. You are not practicing your your musical instrument or, or your your sport twelve hours a day. That's a lot. You would be dead. You would die. You just you just fall over one day, be dead. That'd be it. Done. No more. So yeah, twelve hours a day video game playing is too too much. Uh, so keep that in mind, parents, especially if your kids are playing the Fortnite. All right, this one I really loved. And then we're gonna move on to our next segment, which would be some tech. Uh, these this would be the worst Christmas candy of all time. The worst Christmas candy of all time, and this is according to CandyStore.com. I'm gonna go ahead and give you the number eleven uh, honorable mention, which is peppermint candy canes. I'm a little bit. I'll, let me let me caveat this with I'm a little bit confused by this list. Some of it I get, but I looked at this list and I was like, oh, I uh, oh I like that, um, but I get it to an extent. Uh, so we'll count down to number one from ten to number one. Uh, number ten, old fashioned hard candy mix. Yeah, I totally get it. Totally get it. I don't know why this isn't number one. I don't know why it's not number one. Uh, number nine, ribbon candy. Ribbon candy. I kind of get this, but there is such a demand for ribbon candy. In fact, my mother just jumped on the live feed coincidentally. Uh, we had a candy store when I was growing up. High demand for ribbon candy. I uh, Personally, I'm not going to sit and eat a bunch of it. High demand. Uh, number eight, non-peppermint candy canes. This one I'm slightly offended by. I really, really, really myself enjoy um, cherry candy canes. I, I like cherry candy canes. Uh, number seven, white peppermint M&Ms. I've never had these, but I feel like I would actually like these. Uh, number six, lifesavers storybooks, which I imagine, uh, which I imagine is just lifesavers in some kind of storybook thing. Uh, number five, I can totally get behind. I hate these cherry cordials. I hate them. I hate them. They're disgusting. I don't know how people eat them. However, it, like if you like them, do you have some cherry cordials? Uh, number four, peppermint bark. This one I don't get at all. I love peppermint bark. Love. Pep- uh, like I specifically, Uh, oh my gosh, what's the company that does the, uh, ma, help me out. You're on the live feed uh, that does the chocolate and they, they do the individually wrapped like peppermint bark or you can get it. I think it starts with a D. It's fan- fantastic peppermint bark. I get some every year. In fact, I'm going to pick up some up this weekend uh, to enjoy it and just right in the face of candy store.com telling me peppermint bark's not good. Uh, number three is peeps. I totally get it. I enjoy myself some peeps occasionally. I throw them in the freezer, uh, but I get it. I see how that wouldn't be a super popular uh, uh, holiday candy, Christmas candy. Number two, reindeer corn. Get it. That's disgusting. To me, it's disgusting. But again, that was something we had high demand for uh, when I was younger and, and my family owned a candy store. Number one, I am thoroughly offended by Christmas nougat candy. I love it. I love it. I, d- I don't understand how this could possibly be the number one worst Christmas candy, uh, especially when you have old-fashioned uh, hard candy mix as number 10. That should be the the number one uh, worst Christmas candy of all time. But there you go. I'm sure some of you out there actually eat some of those. Clearly, I do. I'm all about the peppermint bark and the uh, and the Christmas nougat thingies. I'm all about those. Ugh. Oh. All right, let's move along to some tech. Ooh, I'm excited about tech today. In fact, we're probably going to have to eliminate a couple of these because we're running short on time, and we're still going to finish with the reading of the entirety of Twas the Night Before Christmas. Uh, But this one we had to get into. And in fact, uh, shout out to my big little sister, little big sister, Juliet, who, and I'd known about this, but we're hanging out yesterday doing some shopping, and she specifically asked me about it, knowing that I would be talking about this on the podcast. So I filled her in a little bit, but I've gotten some more information since then. Uh, and this would be the you've, you've probably seen it floating around. There is an ex NASA engineer uh, who created a glitter bomb trap for package thieves. Ex NASA engineer, uh, ex NASA engineer who actually worked on the the Mars rover. The guy's got some knowledge. He had a package stolen off of his porch and wanted to wanted to get a little. Revenge, not necessarily on that person, but just kind of revenge for everyone out there that's had packages stolen. This is actually it's actually a problem in my neighborhood. I see a lot of people on our, our next door uh, and neighborhood sites. And and like I have security cameras all around the house and, and ring and nest. And so people post like all that. It happens constantly around my neighborhood uh, at my house. You'll get shot. Uh, no, you won't get shot. But it my like no one risks it here because it's a it's I think I think I, I'm a little intimidating to some people around the neighborhood. They see this giant beard and they probably hear me in the house yelling at the Red Sox games. And (laughs) they're a little afraid when they don't realize that I'm really not that scary. Uh, But so this guy put these together. And so, you know, he engineered the ever living hell out of it. And what he did was created this package that we're not talking just glitter inside the package. He created a centrifuge that would, once the package was opened, would just throw the glitter everywhere. Within, like, a five-foot radius. Throw the glitter everywhere. And on top of that, it had fart spray in the package. So the fart spray would start spraying everywhere. So you're not only covered in glitter, but you start smelling farts. On top of that... Actually, no. Let me... On top of that, the packages that he put out on his porch... And this is funny because he's apparently a big Home Alone fan. And he said, well, people should... If they would have just looked at the package realize it was a joke because... The packages were all addressed to Harry and Marv, who are the bad guys in Home Alone. And the return address was Kevin McAllister. He, in fact, included the exact address from the Home Alone house. The real kicker on all of this is he wanted to have videos of this. And, of course, he has security cameras around his home. But when someone takes a package, how are you going to get a video? So what he did was he included four cell phones that were timed to record when the package was opened. The four cell phones were so that he could get every angle depending on which side of the package was originally opened. Now, you might say, well, then the person just has phones. Well, to get around that risk of them just saying, I'm going to keep these phones, the phones were set to automatically upload the footage to the cloud so he would have access to the footage no matter what. Now, of course, the phones also had GPS. So in a lot of videos that you can consume on YouTube... Uh, he actually just tracked it down via GPS, found the dev- the package. Uh, most times people didn't realize that there were phones like kind of underneath the package hidden in there that were recording them. They were just mostly concerned with getting the fart smelling glitter bomb out of their car or wherever it might have been. Uh, and in fact, I'll tell you on one of the videos that he caught someone, they had it in their house and they opened it up. And <laughs> you see that <them. laughs> they go to get their vacuum and they start vacuuming up the glitter. And <laughs> the dude has footage of them like, oh, it's glitter. Oh. speaking of home alone uh google assistant google always doing a good job with this they created an ad promoting google assistant and it stars macaulay culkin playing his original character of kevin McAllister, sitting in his house and instead of actually having to set all of the traps he just commands google to do all of the things very nostalgic very interesting good stuff to check out Um, All right, we're getting a little short on time, but I do want to go through a couple of these. These would be the best tech accessories by device according to New York Magazine. I just want to go through a couple of these because if you're still looking for someone uh, that it's tough to shop for, these would be accessories that go with their devices depending on what they have. Uh, If they have an Amazon Echo, the Amazon Smart Plug, which is actually only $25 at Amazon uh, and apparently only $20 at Macy's. Keep this in mind Wall Fans, Common Sensors, Social Media World Podcast, Consumers. Amazon has always been cheaper for the most part, but now they're getting so big that a lot of times they're not cheaper. Double check your pricing. Just bought a new beard trimmer the other day. Cheaper at Kohl's. I was looking at a a, a, Chrome, a, a bag from Chrome Industries. I, I, I enjoy a lot of Chrome Industries bags. Cheaper to buy it literally directly through Chrome than to get it on on Amazon. So keep that in mind. Uh, if, they have a, if they have a Nintendo Switch, there is a Pokemon new Pokemon game that has come out. If they have an Android phone, I don't even want to give this to you. Uh, Bose SoundSport Free Truly Wireless Headphones. There's better headphones out there. Go back on, on, on some of the lists I've done about better headphones. Uh, if, they have an, if they have the new iPhone, uh, you have the Belkin Boost Up Wireless Charging Stand. This is so you can just wirelessly charge. This one drives me nuts, though. Uh, if they have too many dongles... Well, let's talk about the stupid dongles. Uh, th- the solution to this, according to New York Magazine, is a tech pouch, which is gigantic. And this is where you put all your dongles. Don't do that. Get a better solution. Uh, and if they have a smart TV, get the Sonos Beam, which is a smart speaker that will go right with your uh, television. If they have a smart thermostat, that would be the Dyson Pure Hot and Cool Link uh, wi- Wi-Fi-enabled air purifier. So that should connect straight to your thir- uh, puh- straight to your smart thermostat. Um, and there's also a sleeping, a sleep tracking pad. If they're into the fitness tracking, uh, my wife does the, uh, Oh my gosh, I can't think of which one she has. She's got a thing on her wrist. Uh, but that would be a way to go. And if they have a drone, there's actually a drone messenger backpack that is featured on here. Uh, and then This one is important. If they have an intense gaming setup, really this can go for anything. Uh, We've actually got a set of these in my house that that my mother-in-law bought for my wife. Uh, I think she bought them for like a bunch of us a, a couple years ago. Uh, and these would be blue light blocking computer glasses. This is something to use, especially at night, if you like to get on your phone uh, and, and you're you're going through blue light, that's going to help you to to not be kept up by all the blue light. So, so keep that in mind. All right. We are super short on time, but I want to run through these really quickly. Uh, and this one's really important, especially if you have kids out there using WhatsApp. Uh, WhatsApp, it has been discovered that they have a child porn problem. Yes, I'm not even kidding. There are groups on whatsapp that are sharing illegal child porn Uh, so beware if, if you're on there or your kids are on there you could come across something completely inappropriate to the point that it is literally illegal this is not cool whatsapp and surprise surprise who owns whatsapp facebook stop adding features facebook and fix your stuff that's broken because that's disgusting you have child porn being shared across one of your platforms and all you're worried about is putting out a dating aspect of Facebook. Give me a fucking break. I, I can't anymore. Like, I can't with Facebook anymore. We're live on Facebook right now. I hope they see this and they, like, pull it down. I, I really do. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Uh, and one more tech tip for you. This one's actually, it's it seems silly, but it's important. We've gotten word uh, that uh, that some iPad pros are being shipped out and and when the box is open they're actually bent slightly this is a problem with the manufacturing process now i bring this up because if you bought an ipad pro for someone in your family uh and they're going to be opening it on christmas day keep in mind the thing could be bent it might be worth opening and double checking because you can get it returned before christmas day and get one that's not bent um I'm gonna skip over this one. We'll we'll talk about that another time. Uh, we had a cat who did who took a little 700 mile trip, and you say, "Oh, did he travel with his family?" No, he took a 700 mile trip after sneaking into a box that was set to be shipped off. This happened in Canada. 17 hours after the box was picked up and shipped, luckily a delivery person heard the cat, and fortunately that cat has been returned to uh, has been returned to the owners. Um, and if you've been having some problems, keep this in mind if you're a baker uh, or if, uh, if if you're someone that is buying a lot of Hershey Kisses for the holidays, we've had some problems and some complaints from consumers that the Hershey Kisses, the tops of them, uh, have been broken. And not only broken, but if you dig a little deeper on this process, there is no extra little chocolate piece in there, so there's a problem with the manufacturing process and um, And Hershey is working to fix it at their factory because apparently there's no difference between and this is the holiday kisses that's been this has been happening with there's no difference in the manufacturing of the actual chocolate itself when it comes to the holiday kisses versus the regular kisses. So they're figuring that out. Um, I, I love that my mother's on the live feed for this. If you're looking for a last minute Christmas gift, because I know everyone's freaking out about Aquaman, there's a company in Australia that has created an Aquaman sex toy. Aquaman sex toy if you're looking for a last-minute Christmas gift. Uh, Probably don't buy that for your parents or anything, but there's people out there that might be looking for that for a Christmas gift, and you know everyone's obsessed with, with Aquaman, so if you need an Aquaman dildo, you can get it through the Australian company. All right. Wall fans, common Sensors, we have reached that time in our annual holiday special where we are going to do the reading of the entirety of Twas the Night Before Christmas. And everyone bear with me because... This is not an easy story to read, and I was actually practicing it right before I came into the studio. And then on top of that is, you know what I've realized is, uh, is I'm not much of a, like I'm not much of a singer or anything. I've never really taken good care of my voice, and it's starting to catch up with me now that I go into the studio for you know a couple hours every Thursday night and then doing other stuff. And it was probably not smart to do this at the end of ranting and raving about the holidays and everything else. Uh, however, here it is for all of you out there, wall fans, common censors, podcast consumers, wallmily, as you are now being affectionately called. This is a reading of Twas the Night Before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugarplums danced in their heads. Mama and her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below, when what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh, And eight tiny reindeer. With with a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen. On Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, When they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop, the coursers they flew with the sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. "'His eyes how they twinkled, his dim- dimples how merry! "'His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. "'His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, "'and his and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. "'The stump of his pipe he held tight in his teeth, "'and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. "'He had a broad face and a little round belly "'that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. "'He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf.' And to all, a good night. Well, wall fans, wallmily, common censors. this will be the last full episode of 2018. As always, thank you for listening for the past two and a half years. Thank you all for supporting. Thank you all for being here, listening, watching, doing everything you do. Uh, I love all of you. It is important to me that we do a good job. It is important to me that we even touch one person when it comes to mental health, when it comes to, to coping with the holidays, when it comes to just common sense in general. And that's important to me. Uh, so to all of you out there, whatever holiday you celebrate, I hope you enjoy your holidays. Make the best of it. Hold your family close. Hold your friends close. And take care of yourself, most importantly, this time of year. On that note, don't forget... Uh, we will have some interstitials next week, no full episode, and new concepts coming in 2019, uh, so additionally, Happy New Year to all of you, uh, and remember, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash go wall, on Twitter, at tellthewallpod, and at magicmuppet. Of course, head on over to ShaunaWorkLive.com, bookmark it, check back often, and most importantly, remember, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, social media world, and you are all my wall, wall Male. No matter what you're doing this holiday, no matter who you're with this holiday, no matter where you are this holiday, and especially no matter why you are doing it, always, always celebrate the holidays with common sense.